Hello and welcome to the Move in Love podcast. This is a place we dive deep into topics that impact your health, your well-being, and your daily lives. I am your host, Chisom Jane Obidike, and today we are embarking on a journey to explore the beautiful and fascinating world of healing your relationship with your food, your body, and exercise. Welcome to today's podcast. It's your girl or your host, Chisum Jane of the K of the Move It Love Coach of the Move It Love Podcast. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. So I also have a coaching program that it's called um, the Move It Love Coaching Method, and I just want to talk about there's this there's this thing that always comes up when I talk about healing your relationship with food and it's like this foreign concept and um, I got to the place where I knew we needed to come back and start to rethink what we how we think about food our bodies and exercise because for a long time for as long as I can remember from at a very young age of i think 14 15 16 we have always talked about our bodies diets and you know eating a certain way so you don't grow bigger so all these things have shaped how we think about exercise how we think about food how we think about our body and growing up in nigeria it's um a constant there's a constant reminder that you're either gaining weight or you're either losing weight <laughs> someone sees you and the first thing they say oh wow you gained weight or oh, wow you've lost weight so there's always that reminder about around how you look what your body looks like and what they sh- think it should look like what f- was the best way to look like so there's always that uncertainty so we are always you know hanging around food, thinking about food in in certain ways. So that's one of the reasons I'm creating I created this podcast and change movement in general to help you heal your relationship with food. Even help you understand what healing your relationship with food feels like or what it should look like. So today I'm going to talk about ten things you can do to start to slowly heal your relationship with food start to come from a place where you don't have constant negative feelings about your body just looking at your body in this image in this in this shape and size that this size is wrong and i was i mean that body size i'll be okay and um, looking at food like it's my one and only like it's food why would you say no to food or why would you not love food and loving food is not the same thing as disrespecting your body loving food is not the same thing as overeating even when it doesn't feel good anymore loving food is not the same thing as eating it even when you know you don't want to eat it but because there is already this hype around loving food we've 
we are all we become blinded to all the cues that your body is trying to give you about food and tell you that this food doesn't feel good you know you're not going to feel good tomorrow after eating this food today but somehow because there's this hype around food and how you should eat food or think about certain foods we've developed this unhealthy approach to eating and how we treat our bodies and because exercise was modeled to us for a lot of us growing up exercise was modeled to us as punishment for the food we've eaten sort of as punishment for people that are overweight or punishment for people that are quote unquote fat because i know there is this emotion and there's this negative um association with the word fat so we start to treat our bodies certain ways either we we don't exercise anymore at all because we feel like some of us are not humble enough to exercise and then we feel like exercise is just hard so every time we try to do it we're just doing all the hard things so all these things makes you develop this negative feeling towards your body and then it promotes more negative self-image and self-esteem especially when it comes to the topic of bodies and when it comes to the topic of bodies nutrition fat loss we tend to feel helpless we feel like it is way above our heads there's nothing we can do about it i'm already fat i'm already feeling this way i'm already feeling constantly tired and there's nothing i can do about it i'm just helpless it's too difficult to change and yeah changing your habits and your routines and your behavior can be hard but yeah it's cliche to say this but it's also really hard to stay in that place where you're constantly fatigued or you're looking at your body and you just you cannot accept it and one of the reasons that is is because you're not practicing the daily habit one thing that has changed or continues to change for me and life of my clients is that practice of those daily habits that bring you one step closer to feeling good in your body even if you've not lost weight even if you've not seen any significant change in the way your body looks just because you're you know you're in the right step towards your goals you're already feeling great about your body you're already sleeping better you're already making better food choices because you know what it feels like when you do this or when you go to bed on time or you get enough rest when you rest intentionally when you make a practice of gentle movement when you make a practice of eating healthier foods eating more vegetables just practicing these things is a way to promote more positive self-image and self-esteem and today is i'm going to be sharing 10 practical tips to help you build a more better relationship with food so you can develop a positive self-image and better self-esteem and more bodily confidence the first thing one of the skills today is self-compassion practicing more compassion towards yourself showing yourself more compassion being kinder to yourself being forgiving to yourself being accepting to yourself accepting your body being kinder, being more compassionate towards it, forgiving yourself for overeating all the days you've overeaten, forgiving yourself for not following through on the diet you planned and on that diet you know that this is healthy for you, but somehow 
you overate or you overate on on processed food and you're feeling bad you're feeling sick and you're feeling guilty and you're like i'm helpless i can't do this anymore what self-compassion does to you in that moment is that you come back to yourself and say yes i have done this yes i have overeaten yes i have but i can make a better decision start now it doesn't have to start next year it doesn't have to start tomorrow you can forgive yourself there and decide to go drink a bottle of water go on a walk just go to bed instead of maybe doom scrolling scrolling on instagram just to forget it watching a movie just to forget it maybe drinking more alcohol maybe eating more food right so practices that's yeah self-compassion can be hard and i know a lot of us think self-compassion is wishy-washy like mm, it makes you weak but i think the highest performing people on earth start to practice more compassion towards themselves because life happens to all of us sometimes those things you've written out that you're going to do you're not going to do all of them every single day but self-compassion comes in when you pick yourself up and say i'm going to do better i'm going to i know it's hard you're acknowledging how hard this thing you're doing is you're acknowledging that you're pushing yourself but you're being kind to yourself even on the days where you're tired you have a lot of things to do and you're like i really have to get this done i know i'm tired accepting that you're tired alone is self-compassion and moving at that energy you have and getting what you can do you eating the frog you eat at the moment and having your rest is self-compassion self-compassion looks different every time self-compassion could be going on a walk when you've overeaten or when you're just really tired you come back from work or or it could also mean in all those situations going to bed having a cool bath just doing something and in my philosophy it has to be your health first putting your health first because if your health is in shambles you're not going to be able to accomplish all those other big goals that you have for both your body your career your family your social circle and all those things so we have to practice you have to start practicing self-compassion being okay with some of these negative feelings you know waking up in the morning you're feeling like I'm not sure I'm going to be able to work out today. I'm just not in the mood. I'm not happy, right? Reminding yourself that it's okay to think that and deciding to say, okay, let me just go on a walk or maybe just go out outside of this room, get fresh air and see where that leads me. That is self-compassion at the moment. Self-compassion is also looking at yourself in the mirror after having your bath and instead of pinching at your tummy or pinching on your arm, you give it a gentle rub. You rub cream slowly, you know, apply your lotion gently, being kind to your body, listening in and being curious about what is going on in your body. How does your head feel? How does your stomach feel? How does your joint feel? Just understanding this will bring you closer to yourself as your own friend first, right? So that is where self-compassion comes in. Another key tool is mindful reflection you see i ended self-compassion with being curious about your body so you have to start to be reflect mindfully about the things you're thinking about why do you feel this way about your body what biases do you hold you know when it comes to mindful um, reflection it's almost like calling yourself out because sometimes those negative thoughts are as a result of the biases we will have 
or we hold towards a certain idea maybe you think my body is this size and people this size are ugly they are unfit they are lazy so you start feeling bad about yourself you're having lots of negative image because you see other people in this body size as this size because you see yourself that way so it's funny so we have these biases i was reading about this um different biases we have and regardless of you are <laughs> we all have some biases we don't even know we have there's a lot of them just go uh, online and, and type in biases that human have or we have you're going to see a whole lot of them and it's really interesting just reading it on um what's it called what's that wiki web how something so yeah so the next thing we want to do is positive affirmations i know this is it, it might be cheesy but sometimes just affirming to yourself that you can do this you're strong you're stronger than this you know when it comes to building capacity it can be really hard to to grow to push through to build capacity for more exercise and in those moments it can be challenging because you're you're coming from a place maybe you've not been exercising you've not been working out and then you want to start working out and then you don't have the energy you're just exhausted so you need words of affirmation for when you start to feel bad about your body you're like i'm good you don't have to force yourself to love and say i love my stomach when you know you hate it you can be like okay um what positive positive thing can i say about my stomach what does my stomach do for me oh all right it digests my food it's okay or maybe remove the focus from your stomach completely and think about something you love about your body maybe you love your eyes think about your eyes maybe you love your smile think about your smile think about your hair you love your face you love your fingers you love your fingernails think about those ones you don't have to focus and um just think about those negative things and that brings me to the next skill we need to have when you want to build a positive relationship with food your body and exercise is challenging those negative thought patterns that keep coming in and keep telling you that your body is this and it's also important to remember that you're not going to love your body all the time you're not going to hate your body all the time and for we women according to our menstrual cycles there are some weeks that they are better than the other some weeks your your, your luteal phase just before your menses you're in this space where you are not really loving your body you're not really happy about your body you maybe you're not feeling good you're feeling more tired you're more self-critical so you have to be able to challenge those negative thought patterns and replace them with a more positive ones maybe focusing on the parts of your body that you love instead of parts or maybe do not focus on your body at all something about yourself that you love these things tend to lay over and then the fifth one we're going to talk about is start to move better start to move more yeah you have to move more before you move better so you're going to engage in more physical activities find something that gets you moving find something that gets you standing up and moving your body right even if you let's say you don't you don't walk move your body dance shake your body shake your fingers shake your hair you know move your 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 head from side to side not to the tone of a music find something that keeps you physically engaged 
participating in things that bring you joy so you're not focusing on the you're not focusing on your body and what it looks like you're focusing on the movement and the sensation rather than focusing on a, a particular body size or body shape you know do exercises that boost your mood and makes you that brings about more body confidence because sometimes i notice that we go ahead to exercise but we're still really focused on the body parts and that focus on the body parts distracts you from actually enjoying the movement that you you don't get the full benefit of moving your body engaging in physical activities makes you focus more on the joy of movement rather than uh, a particular body shape or a particular body part and you can boost your mood just by exercising and because you're doing something you love you're more confident in the movement and that translates to being confident in your body when you're outside right and then you have to learn to eat nutritious food nourish your body with nutrients i don't know if you've ever been in this place where after eating a whole lot somehow you're still hungry you're still just hungry your stomach is full but you're hungry because maybe you've not eaten all the macronutrients your body needs your body still needs and wants to function with protein carbohydrates and fat and your vitamins and your minerals, your vegetables, your colors of vegetables. I always advise my clients to at least get two to three colors of vegetables for a start. Then you can make it five a day, different colors. So you're at least getting all, most of the minerals your body needs, vitamins and minerals your body needs to function. And yes, eating your protein, carbohydrate, and fat. This is not about which of the macronutrients makes you gain weight. Your body wants to eat food nourishing food foods that feed it right so you are eating your protein your carbohydrates and your fat and next thing we're going to talk about the seventh one is choose your wardrobe choices better you know get closer you're comfortable in you don't have to go overboard to find clothes that trigger your negative thought pattern so you're when you're outside you're adjusting it trying to cover up something or maybe maybe just talking at it because you're not really comfortable in it make a wardrobe choice that makes you feel comfortable and confident instead of focusing on what is trending or what other people are wearing right and then practice gratitude uh, I was really taking this course on gratitude and why it's really important and it just opened my eyes to things that we are not um, aware of. So there's this there's this focus on the body and the shape and we completely forget what the body does for us. So you just really be, you have to really become curious, more curious about your body in general. Like what does my body do for me? Your body helps you sleep, wakes up, takes you to work, digests your food, you see, you chew food, you think, you're able to experience things, you're able to experience emotion, your body carries all these things. So instead of focusing on particular shapes and sizes of your body, appreciate your body for its functionality, for the things it does for you, for the things it allows you to do, it allows you to hug your loved ones, you know feel the sensations keep a gratitude journal 
of the things you appreciate about your body. Instead of only focusing on all the things that is wrong with your body, try writing down 20 things you appreciate about your body. And then that thought pattern will start to change. And when you start to appreciate your body better, you start to treat it better. You start to want to move it. You start to want to nourish it. You start to want to take care of it. You want to present it in the best light. You want to wear clothes that you feel confident in. You don't want to suffocate it in tight ways because you're trying to look like you're, you got it all together. And limit social media consumptions of body that are unrealistic for you. If you know that that body, when you look at that person's body, it triggers you. It's, so it's really important to limit exposure to these things that make you feel like your body is not good enough, or you're not taking care of your body good well enough, or you're not you're not you're not caring. <laughs> so limit exposure to these things. Be mindful of what you consume on Instagram. And don't follow accounts that set unrealistic beauty standards for you, right? And the third one, tenth one is to all these things I've talked about. If you know you need help, reach out for support. And there's this thing we, a lot of times we do, we dilly-dally when it comes to our health. We downplay the benefits of having a fitness coach, um guide you through a process i'm not saying go to someone that is inspired by their past uh, okay they've lost weight and that's all the credentials they have it's really critically important you go to someone that understands that knows this thing that has studied it both science based experientially they've gone through it so you get the best support that you can having experience is one thing but having experience and expertise will take you farther and help you understand certain things because we all have different experiences right so six support six support from family and friends six support from your coaches and if a coach finds that they cannot help you they can refer you to somebody that can because they have the if they are experts is they are either experts in that field chances are that they have people they can always refer you to if you they're not the one for you right they, they will refer you to someone that is more suitable for you and there's so much more we can talk about i have a long list you have to set realistic goals you're starting out you're just starting out working out you can't decide to say okay i'm going to start working out seven times a day do those days i'm going to you know do five five thousand jump ropes work out seven times a day i'm going to enjoy myself i'm going to cut out meals i'm going to it's a lot it's a lot for someone that has been working out or someone that is in sports already not to talk of if you're just starting out building this new routine and use new habits set realistic goals right so you don't disappoint yourself and yeah so practice more slowness in your life slow down think about you know experiencing moments so you're not just always in your head thinking about your body thinking about where you wish or what you wish your body would look like or had looked like 
right so that brings us to the end of today's podcast tools for helping you heal your relationship with food and as you go through this tool let me just list them out again so you're better equipped next time and if you're interested in having me support you through your journey i have a coaching program called the move it love method i can help you build a strong build a strong healthy and happy body and we do this by helping you heal a relationship with food right and these tools i just listed now are part of things you part of the guides you get you know but these are day-to-day tools and habits and resources that you need for in the moment solution in the moment where you're feeling like i can't continue in the moment where you're feeling like i need this tool to help me make sense of the situation that is where move in love comes in it helps you heal your relationship with food and sometimes you might decide you want to lose fat or not you want you might decide you want to count calories or not you might decide you want to follow a particular system go into a particular diet with move it love you have the best support to help you put your health first while leading you towards a fitness goal that is best suited for you your season of life where you are what you know the people around you the best resources for you adapted to you as an individual that is what move it love helps you to do so i'm going to list out these tools again you're going to have to start to practice self-compassion you know self-compassion you see kindness acceptance forgiveness understanding understanding yourself accepting yourself forgiving yourself and pushing yourself and then we talked about mindful reflection we talked about positive affirmation challenging your negative thought patterns engaging in physical activities moving your body in the ways you enjoy practicing um, different movements yoga gentle movement pilates anything you enjoy hula loops tai chi kyong and all of them there are lots of ways you can move your body and it's your body and they all look familiar and they all look alike just find something you like jump ropes you know nourish your body the sixth one is nourishing your body each nutrient super balanced diet nutrient don't go on restrictive diet and you know cutting out foods and you're always shaking and you're you're wondering what's wrong with your body wear comfortable clothes practice gratitude limit exposure to accounts that trigger you and then finally seek support and i'll also also add you know set realistic goals limit the time you'd spend watching yourself in the mirror slowing down and actually seeking professional help i want you to remember that building your relationship with food is a journey it takes time there'll be good days and there'll be bad days there'll be challenging days yeah days you don't want to do anything at all anything i just want you to know that it is normal it is part of the process it happens we all happens to the best of us it happens to everybody but taking it one day at a time one minute at a time consistently practicing this daily in the moment tools that i've just given you now would help you heal your relationship with food 
build a better body image so you can be strong, healthy, and happy and enjoy an overall well-being. Have a great time and I hope you enjoy yourself. I'll see you in another episode. thank you for joining me on this episode it was so beautiful doing this with you remember to subscribe and stay connected for more valuable content like this until next time keep thriving stay healthy remember to build one habit one skill at a time and if at any point you feel like you would work want to work with us send me a message on instagram or via email the details will be in the description below have a very beautiful day